If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Big Thursday program and a ton of content to talk about here, including two preseason NFL football games. We're seeing some good action at the windows and on the app. And I want to start there, Amal, and then we'll get into we'll get into some baseball as well. First game, four o'clock, um, four o'clock Pacific. Giants and Patriots. And I think here, when analyzing this game, we have to we can't miss the focus on who's calling plays for the Patriots and what they're trying to do with their blocking scheme here, going from Charlie Weiss's scheme to trying to put in Mike Shanahan's scheme. Matt Patricia's calling the plays, now back involved in offense for the first time in 17. In practice, even the reports are Joe Judge is calling some of the plays. Joe Judge, who ran two dive plays from the one-yard line to give his punter more room last year. How could this guy be anywhere near a play sheet, Amal? Giants at Patriots. Giants lane three, two and a half in some spots with juice or three without the juice with a total of 33 and a half. Is that enough to foster a bet on the Giants for you? Uh, you know, I would, if I were playing this game, I would look at the Giants for sure simply because, you know, Mac Jones is not going to play, but that's not the real mm-hmm. reason. It's the point you brought up. And when you look at this team right now, just a little bit of concern. Brian Horrier, Bailey Zappi going to be the quarterbacks here for the Patriots. I don't know. Belichick, people tell me, is the reason for the dynasty. I've always said it's 12, <laughs> but you draw your own conclusion. Uh, Belichick's preseason record with a uh, straight-up preseason record, 49-36 and 36 with the Patriots. Question here for you in, in the quarterback market here. Who do you think ends up winning the two spot here? Do you think it will be Horrier? Do you think at some point during the season it's Zappi? 
No, it's going to be Hoyer. And the reason I believe that to be the case is because Belichick likes the experienced guys more. So here's the reality of it. It doesn't matter who plays behind Mac Jones. They're in trouble. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Who's starting tonight for the uh, for the Giants? Is Tyrod getting the start? or is it's it got to be Daniel Jones. Doesn't he need all the reps he can get? Davis Webb, the eighth. Uh, maybe it would be <laughs> Daniel <laughs> It is Jones. I right, thank you, Britton. Yeah, he he needs some reps. They've just been running dive plays in practice and trying to that that series Britton brought up where they ran twelve plays, one for positive yardage, was pretty impressive. I mean, give Daniel Jones credit. The guy didn't do anything at Duke. He gets drafted in the first round, signs a multi million dollar contract. He's fine. He can go get a job in some you know commercial real estate or whatever. Once the Giants cut him, doesn't need need to leave New York. He's fine. All right. This guy's terrible at quarterback. Yeah, and when we've talked, Kevin Stone talking about how bad the Patriots' offense has looked. Uh, Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal said on ESPN Radio, quote, I've never seen an NFL offense this bad this long into camp. It's <laughs> so, a pretty good point. We'll see what happens. At least it'll be worth watching tonight, even if you don't have a bet on the game, to see is it really this big of a train wreck. Listen, it's football. You tune in regardless, right? I mean, just even if it gets a little bit dull, still better than watching uh, some of these teams out there in baseball that – can't run the bases. All right. Then the other game, and by the way, that total has creeped up from 33 and a half to 35 on the Giants game with the Patriots. The other game, Titans at Ravens. Mike Vrabel, four and seven in the preseason. Jim Harbaugh, 40. John Harbaugh. Or John Harbaugh, sorry, 40 and 12. Yeah, that's he's, amazing. He's won like 20 in a row and it's 17, two and a one against the spread one and those 20 victories. Ravens are laying three and a half uh, tonight, Amal, with a total of 31 and a half here. Well, I mean, you know, you, I, I can tell you right now, Vrabel doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And Harbaugh does. This is the perfect scenario from a, a betting standpoint, if you like Baltimore in this one. I remember we got three preseason games, so it's a little bit fewer, maybe a little bit more uh, um, sense of urgency for either side, but no particular play here. I, I kind of want hope for an early score, maybe get an opportunity to take an in-game under, something like that, because these games in the second half, even the coaches are like, hey, listen, these guys are not going to be on the roster. We don't want to give anything away. Every play is fullback dive after that. What do you know about Logan Woodside? Play, was he at Toledo? I think he played I don't at Toledo. Know. Yeah, I believe he was. Um, I would imagine know. he's going to get a, quite a few reps tonight well, uh, for the, the Titans. The, um, or do you think Willis will get more reps? He, he played at Toledo. Um, he was solid, but he was a Mac quarterback. And that's the guy. I, to me, you want Willis in the game. This is where you get an opportunity to kind of start seeing live fire what your guy can do. Um, you know, I'm a little bit surprised they went with Willis, but that tells you what their thought is on Tannehill simply because Tannehill's, uh, I don't know when his contract expires. However, I look at Willis and he's your future, but this team was somewhat built to win now. Now all of a sudden you're going away from that by taking a quarterback uh, where you took him. So interesting to see what happens here. Um, all right. Let's get to baseball. We've got some early games here. I want to ask you this. See if you can tell me this. Tell me the six teams in order with the best records in Major League Baseball. I just want to see if you can get this. Dodgers. Number one. Yankees. Mm. Oh, Mets. Mets. Mets, number Mets, two. Mets, number two. Yankees, three. Correct. Astros, four. That's correct. Um, the Atlanta Braves, five. Yeah, and who's six? Philadelphia yeah, Phillies. Philadelphia yeah. Phillies. Yeah. God, I thought Big Sandy had it last night. I had Big Sandy and under. I put a little parlay together. Um, he's facing the bottom of the order in the bottom of the eighth, up three to one there, and really, really struggled. They hit the ball. I mean, they they beat him. It was it wasn't the Marlins' defense collapsing behind him, and uh, I I still think he had a good outing. I mean, there, there's a challenge there with Cruck that was the first hit of the game, where they challenged uh, the play. The the, the shortstop cuts off the second baseman when Cruck pulls the ball to the hole, 
They call him safe. They challenge it. The ball beat him, and Kruk never hit the base, and they didn't overturn it. Like, five minutes, and they didn't over. I knew when it was taking that long, they weren't overturning. It was an obvious call. He would have had, like, a no-hitter going into the sixth, if not for that play. He was very efficient. I think he had 47 pitches through four, and a tough loss here. Marlins uh, lineup today, uh, Cooper with the most home runs in this lineup at seven. Not a lot of power. Not a lot of power going on in this lineup. But they had the early start today in Philadelphia. Cabrera against uh, my guy, Kyle Gibson, out of the University of Arizona. Uh, Marlins off to an early one nothing lead there. We are in the bottom of the third of all. I, I got to tell you, I don't know if there's a team I hate in baseball more than the Marlins, mm. having lived previously in Dade County. Is that from a betting or just no, a personal? Just, just a personal standpoint. Because what Jeffrey Loria did to the people of Dade County and that uh, county commissioners taking bribes and passing the stadium. You know, when they get done building the stadium, you go back and look at it. I forgot the cost of construction. But when it was done, Mike, it's going to cost them $1.9 billion. And then he sells the team a year later. I mean, I, I hope they always lose. And, and it's just it's so frustrating that they bamboozled everybody down there. Is that Marlins? Ballpark mm-hmm. sits where the Orange Bowl the was. The old Orange Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Down in Little <laughs> Havana. Yeah. It's look, it's not the easiest place to get to. People are not going to go. Um, you know, you got to build it down in the Brickle area where you see uh, downtown where, where you have the uh, heater at. It, it's just people are going to go. It's an area where people hang out. But uh, I don't know. They just absolutely scam the, the county. Phillies are red hot. They rally again last night. Did you catch Keith Hernandez comments on the Mets telecast over the weekend? No. So he has the series coming up between the Mets and the Phillies off, right? He requested it from the station, Got it. SNY, whatever that yeah. is, that broadcast the Mets games. And he said, because they said you're not working the series. He said, you know, I requested it off. He said, I hate doing Phillies. Yeah, this is, I'm almost going to give you a direct quote. I yeah. hate doing Phillies games. They're just fundamentally never there as a team. <laughs> so he's drawn the ire of some of the Philly fans. Listen, he's correct. <laughs> I mean, we, we've seen some of these. By the way, Adubo Herrera, one of my favorite players mm-hmm. in baseball, only guy can get hit by a pitch and still swing and miss. I mean, how many times does this guy swing and miss on balls that almost hit him? Guardians got it done last night. I thought the the, the uh, Tigers loaded the bases with one out in the bottom of the eighth, down 3-2, and uh, Karshnak, or whatever his name is, got out of it. Um, and then Clay's closed it for him. Big for them. Twins keep losing to the Dodgers. Guardians pull ahead now in the in the AL Central. Uh, and that game is underway at Comerica and Detroit. Plesak against Hill. Same score. Visitors on top, one nothing. Guardians won. Tigers nothing. We're in the top of the fourth. They're on a four-game winning streak. They pitched well and played well against the Astros in the final two games. Won the first two here. The first game was easy with Bieber on the mound. This game last night, you're right, they come through. Five games in a row where they've given, what, two or less runs. Yeah, there. they're really <laughs> pitching well. I, I, I told you, look, I still think the Guardians are winning this division uh, because I, I just think the Twins aren't that good. And... Uh, Chicago so inconsistent. They got to lose tonight. again last night in Kansas. And now cease. Speaking of that, cease on the hill uh, for the White Sox here today. This game about to get underway against Zach Grinke. Big favorite on the road. Cease a dollar ninety with a total of eight. Do you look at playing Dylan Cease? What is it? Fourteen games in a row, one earned run yeah. or less. What? Or do you play him on the run line? Or maybe I know you don't like this, but Cease isn't a guy that goes that deep because no, he throws five, a lot of five. pitches yes, to get exactly, strikeouts. Exactly. Do you play him first five and lay the two dollars here? Yeah, I mean that's an option for sure. I think against this Kansas City lineup, though, he could be a little bit more effective than he normally is. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, Granky can be effective and tough. Uh, that's the one thing that concerns me with this price. If you're taking the Sox, I think you got to go run line, or you're coming with Kansas City because of such a high number as well as Cease has pitched. Frankie's very capable. 
Yeah, uh, looking at the Sox on the run line here uh, at Circa, looking at around a dollar twelve. Yeah, one ten right, right now. Yeah, DraftKings. Yeah, around a dollar twelve. A tough night for the Cy Young leading candidates. Uh, yeah. Although Alcantara went into the eighth, he loses that game last night, and then. Verlander, not particularly sharp, gave up the lead there in Houston, ends up getting a no decision as the Rangers win uh, in 10. Reagan's today for the Rangers. Uh, Valdez, a $3 favorite for the Astros. I think Framber and company roll. Um, like the Astros' run line, I think they were, uh, I don't know, 130 or 140. But I tell you, Mike, to me, you mentioned Verlander. I think this race in the Cy Young in the American League just got a little bit closer with JV's performance last night. I don't think Sandy was impacted at all in terms of the big picture of the NL Cy Young. I just don't think there's anybody that close. That's Maybe exactly. Burns is still there. No, I kinda, he's not. I think of voter fatigue with him, though, too. Well, they the, gave it to him last year, and it wasn't a just a standout season. You know what I mean? It wasn't. He doesn't go deep. Like, Sandy's getting hit in the eighth inning. I mean, six, if they had a bullpen, you wouldn't even have Sandy yeah. in some of these spots. I thought Sandy's going to finish that game last night. Yeah. Uh, that's why I didn't hedge. I said he's going to go nine. He only uh, he hit 75 dominant. pitches. Yep. College football guide is out now, and the NFL guide coming soon. Just a couple of weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert profiles of every team, including trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. You can't get it a la carte anymore, folks. You have to be a VEASAN all-access subscriber to get either the College Football Guide or the NFL Guide. Get them both, $175, everything that entitles you to all the way through Super Bowl. If not, it's $40 a month. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. When we come back... An interesting matchup with the Orioles and the Red Sox. The O's rained out last night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nick 
Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering both smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step, Toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. The product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Let's continue on with baseball now, Amal. Uh, I had 11, 12, and 13 uh, for totals last night. Over 10 and a half, under 13 and a half. The in Car- the Padres game or Cardinals? Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh. Uh, well, of course. They give up three in the bottom of the uh, the. The, the bottom of the ninth for oh, the game to go to 14. That's brutal. Hit, 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 sink. Oh, it was all, it was brutal. Um, but they got revenge from the first game where they got blown out. Dakota Hudson uh, goes for the Cardinals. It's an afternoon game at Coors and Denver against Herman Marquez. Pretty decent pitching matchup here. Hudson, a small road favorite with the cards around $1.15. The total, which was 11 in the first game and then 13 last night, 12 today, I'm all. Yeah, this is a game I'm going to stay away from. Marquez, to me, I, I'm a little bit bigger fan of him than maybe his numbers indicate. You see just a minus 105 price here. Uh, this is not a game I'm going to get involved in. I've always thought he was the best pitcher on that staff in the last few years. Freeland, who had been doing very well, bombed last night. Uh, I don't know how long he went, but the Cardinals had scored five in the first. Uh, I didn't really pick the game up till about the fourth inning. Pirates and D-backs continue their series. Uh, the Warden, JT Brubeck, Brubaker on the mound for the Pirates. Merrill Kelly having a terrific season uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks, but you, you're paying the tax here because it's the Pirates. Diamondbacks, $1.90 favorite at home here, Amal, with a total of eight. First pitch here also at 1240. Yeah, I like the uh, Diamondbacks in this one. I figured Kelly was pitching when I saw the price on the overnight. I didn't even have to look to who, see who the pitcher yeah. was. I think they bounced back in this one. By the way, I'm looking at this Guardians uh, uh, Tigers play at first base. 
Uh, I mean, the runner beats the ball by about a foot. I, I'm assuming C.B. Buckner had to be on the call at first base because he called him out. Yeah. Uh, Orioles and Red Sox. Now, th- that's the one bet that I made pre-flop last night. Uh, I took the Orioles and Kramer as a dog. That game got rained out the night game. They tried to play it. They waited about an hour and a half. Couldn't get it on. Uh, Going to play Monday against the Blue Jays to make up that game. Orioles go to Boston tonight. Uh, Kramer is Kramer, not Voth, going to get the start, who was supposed to start last night for them against Winkowski. I like the Orioles in this spot again last night, uh, again tonight with Kramer. Uh, they were 115 on the overnight, down to plus 105 right now. I'm all the total is 10. Yeah, um, this is a game where I'd potentially look at the Orioles just in the plus price with Kramer on the mound here. But again, this is not a game I'm interested in here. I'm not a big Winkowski guy. I think Baltimore, despite their inconsistent averages, this team finds ways to make plays. And uh, I think they got a shot here tonight. Um, Kyle Wright got the done la- job done last night yeah. if you back the Braves. Uh, okay, then we have the Field of Dreams game tonight uh, in Dyersville, Iowa. Between the Cubs and the Reds, you've seen Joey Votto come out and say how meaningful this game is. But the uh, rest of the 161 don't mean anything to him? For him. The, the rest, this is not about the money, Amal. This this is about playing baseball. Smiley. Drew Smiley goes for uh, the Cubs against Lodolo, hard-throwing left-hander. So a battle of southpaws today. Reds, small favorite here of $1.15. The total is 9 uh, not going to touch this game, especially from a total standpoint. Don't really know how the the field will play out in terms of is it hitter-friendly? Is it going to be a situation where you struggle to score runs? Uh, in terms of the matchup itself, uh, don't have a preference for either one of these pitchers. Never been a big Drew Smiley guy. I want to get your take on this because Frank Thomas is part of an ownership group of this Field of Dreams that's developing. There will be no game in 2023 at the Field of Dreams because they're building a stadium to give more seats, which to me defeats the purpose of the Field of Dreams. I would agree with you. And how, I mean, I think, look, you'll, you'll sell out the one game. It's the church for Easter Sunday argument. Yeah. I mean, what, what else are you going to do with this field? I, I have no idea. But, you know, we're, we're pretty good in this country at building useless stadiums for 10 uses a year. <laughs> That's high. 10 uses. Well, you got to include the preseason where they rob people to buy season tickets, right? <laughs> and don't forget, my great, the greatest thing in sports, and I wish people that go to games would push back on this, the PSL. I mean, a personal seat license? Are you kidding me? Uh, when, when is the airlines going to start a PSL? I got 7A reserved for me. Explain the PSL, Amal. Per, personal seat license gives you the right. You have to pay a premium, uh, depending on the price, depending on the location of the seat, to pay to be able to purchase a season ticket. So it, it, it's just it, you pay like $5,000 down, mm-hmm. and then every year you got to pay for the season tickets uh, separate from that one-time fee you pay. It's just, it's just a great scam created in sports. I wish people would stop going to games so this way the owners can stop absolutely bamboozling the fans. Uh, that's why I love minor league baseball. You can go, you can have a good time, you can take your whole family for 40 bucks. That's including the, the pop and the beer and the hot dogs and all that. I've never lived in Sheboygan. I've always kind of lived in cities. Hey, how about with, here? There's a, there's a beautiful stadium here in Summerlin. Yeah, that you're. Uh, they got you a vegan I, menu. I, I, it's it's awesome. I don't doubt that. I I, I agree with you. But Summerlin's yeah. a little bit far. If I'm going to go to a stadium, it's going to probably be down the 15 to Chavez Ravine. In Iowa, I used to be we would go around with my friend in the summers yeah. and and go to the you know the A ball and all that, and, and it was very entertaining. You sit right on the field, talk to the players. Sometimes they talk back. Did uh, they ever ask for jobs while they're out in the field? No, they they did not. Um. Let's do some baseball props, huh? Yeah. Let's, let's talk some big picture stuff. World Series winning division of all. Which division wins the World Series? Interesting here. Interesting here. What's your answer? Well, 
What do you think is the favorite? Which division is the favorite? The National League West. Not, not close. I'm all American your, League East. Not, yeah, why, though? Because you've got other teams that can make it. So what? Post. I so agree with you. So what um, is what I say. There, it's a slight favorite. Plus 265 compared to the NL West at plus 275. Well, the wow! I can't believe the Dodgers are still plus three seventy to win. They should be less than three to one. I have them at five to one, and now you're looking for the no price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cash out. Yeah, exactly. Let's cash it out. Look, Mark. I'm going to tell you the team that you got to pay attention to. That team at City Field in Flushing. Well, how about the N? I would rather take the NL East than the AL East, wouldn't you? You get the Braves, <laughs> and you could get potentially the Phillies there as well. The Yankees are be, are, are becoming or showing what we said before the season. They're all or nothing. They're not singles hitters. They hit a home run or they don't get on base. We're going to look at the Yankees over a five-game stretch in the playoffs, and you might look at 135 ABs with a ton of strikeouts involved in there. Which Yankee starter do you want to take against? Name anybody on the Mets or the Phillies. Give me me Fat Boy, Garrett Cole. You'll take him. Well, I don't have a choice. The rest of these guys aren't at the level. Look, when you break down, let's real quickly look at these pitchers between the Astros, Astros, Mets, and Dodgers. Scherzer, Degrom, we agree on. Framber Valdez and um, let's take uh, let's, do this. let's do this. Seattle. No, let's do Go this. Ahead. No, okay. Let's do this drill. Let's take two pitchers from each team, and I want you to rank them overall. That's what I was basically getting at. Okay, but I wanted to clean it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, all right, let's start with the Mets: Scherzer, Degrom. Okay. Phillies: Nola Wheeler. Yes. Okay. Um, Dodgers. Bra- well, let's go to Braves. Sorry. Let's throw them all in there. Okay. Uh, Freed. Freed Morton, I think you have to say yeah. because of experience. Okay. Right. The interesting one here is the Dodgers because uh, Kershaw have to be one of the two. Julio Urias is definitely one of the two. Would you say Kershaw and Urias? The they're all Kershaw, lefties. Kershaw, Boy, they got all lefties. Kershaw, Tyler Anderson. Kershaw, Urias, what about yeah. junk, the junk baller Tony the Tiger Gonsolin? <laughs> he still throws them harder than Musgrove, and he's a junk baller. Uh, so, so let's say. Urias Kershaw. Kershaw, yeah. All right. So Dun- now let's Dun- rank these in the National League. Let's just yeah. rank the National League. I know you're going to... Are you going to put DeGrom and Scherzer 1-2? Of course. In what order? Uh, I'm going... I'm going Max right now. Uh, I'm going 1-3. Oh, who's 1? DeGrom? DeGrom 1. Scherzer 3. Yes. I'm okay. going uh, Zach Wheeler 2. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then where do you go for 4? Freed? Uh, Freed. And then 5? Uh, I would go with... Uh, Urias. Six. Nola. Uh, probably go CK. Seven, Nola. And then eight, um, Morton. Interesting. Here's the thing about the Dodgers, though. Every night it's somebody else coming through for them. What's well, the offense is so clutch. Yeah, well, I mean, but all these guys that don't hit for average at some point hit a big home run, and they do it on different nights. I'm not going to put them at this level. This offense, though, reminds me a little bit of the, the 94 95 uh, Guardians now, uh, previously the Indians. And then the Blue Jays, when they went back-to-back, and you had Robbie Alomar. Um, oh, Blue Jays were awesome. Oh, God. Remember that 13-12 game in Philadelphia? Yes. That was unbelievable. That offense, I'm forgetting other names on that team. John Olerud. I mean, everybody on that team could hit one through six. It was unbelievable. You didn't have an out in that lineup. Uh, when we come back, let's do the American League and do some tennis. But uh, one more prop. Which d- uh, league wins the World Series? National League minus 120, American League even money. National League. I would too. I, I, absolutely. I think they should be a clear-cut favorite. State winning the World Series. New York is 2-1 to one and California is plus 265. Any other state plus 320. 
Why is New York such a short price? Oh, Mets I'm sorry, sorry, I forgot. Sorry, completely forgot two teams there. Um, makes sense. Um, is the market slow to react to this Yankee slide, or is, is this just too much recency bias on my part talking about it? I'm still concerned about their starting pitching, and the Clint Holmes experiment is over. Listen, okay. they've got Garrett Cole for another eight years. Be thankful, Yankee fans. This bloated contract and this bloated pitch are going to be out there ruining postseason series. The fake tough guy beat him. When we come back, we'll see where Amal ranks Garrett Cole, one through eight, and potential playoff starters in the American League. I'm and he's nine. Then we're going to get into his wheelhouse, a little <laughs> tennis. That's next. Odds on. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. You want more betting insights to give you an edge? Of course you do. You're tuned into VSIN. Check out our Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, the odds, props, Wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks right here in Vegas and all across this great land of ours. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. In the last segment, we broke down potential starting pitchers in the National League playoffs. I gave you eight. I want to give you ten in the American League because I, right. I want to throw in another team. But I'm not sure who the top two are on each team, so you got to fill that in for me. Go ahead. Uh, I put for the Yankees... Cole Cortez, but do you put Frankie Montas? No. Cortez. Cole yeah, Cortez. Yeah, yeah, of course. Toronto. Gaussman. You got to fill in the blank for me. I don't know. Yeah, Alec Manoa. Yeah. Astros, I have Verlander and Framber Valdez. Good job. <laughs> Guardians, I have Bieber and slim with the tilted brim, McKenzie, Travion McKenzie. I think he's pitching. Tristan, I, I, Tristan McKenzie. Tristan McKenzie. Yeah. I think he's. I, I don't think Plesac's back yet, uh, or uh, I don't think. Um, I don't think Plesac's good enough, uh, and I don't think Savalo's back yet. I would put McKenzie in there right yeah, now. You could fine. debate it. Okay. And then how, who do you put for Seattle? Is it Castillo and Ray? Yes. Ooh, I don't know. You want Robbie Ray? I might take Logan Gilbert right now. I'm going to tell you, I understand your point, okay. but if you look at Robbie Ray, the All one right. team that's okay. beat him up has been the Houston Astros. And killed him. You can't start so, him against the Astros. You can't start him against the Astros. They, they've got his number. All right, I've given you 10. You ready? I'm going to roll him yeah, down go again. Ahead. Cole Cortez, yep. Gaussman Manoa, Verlander Valdez, Bieber McKenzie, Castillo Ray. Who's number one? Uh, Justin Verlander. Two. Framber Valdez. Ooh. Two on the same team. You must yes. have the Astros coming out of the. I do. I got them at two to one to win the AL. AL. Two to one. Did you bet the Dodgers to win the NL or just the no, World just Series? The World Five Series. to one. Okay. Yeah. Who's three here? Uh, Luis Castillo. He I, has been I, dominant. I, I agree with you. Who's four? Probably the toughest person for me to place here is Bieber. Because yeah. how how back is he? That's that's the question. Is the Guardians the, just hit a homer right now to you, you, take a two nothing lead? You know, I'm not a Gaussman guy, but he's pitched very well. I'm going to go Gaussman four, okay. Cole five. Cole's um, high for me. Cole's too high, but go ahead. Uh, uh, Cortez. You, you got Manoa, yeah. Ray, Bieber, McKenzie left. I'd go Ray, uh-huh. Manoa. I'm sorry, no, no I would use Bieber, 
Bieber before Ray and Manoa, I'd go Bieber, Bieber six, Be yeah, Ray seven. seven, yeah, Manoa eight. Um, Where are you putting Nestor, Nasty Nestor, Cortez? Well, who else is left? I should only have two guys left. Mackenzie and Cortez. Yeah, nine for Cortez, ten for Mackenzie. Okay. All right, interesting. A little insight. Now, we don't know that that's where we're going to get. Now, obviously, there's more involved in pitching. Bullpens and offense and defense comes into play. All right, Amal, let's get to tennis here. Uh, the WTA in Toronto. Uh, Igis Fiatek is taking on the Brazilian Beatrice Haddad Maia. Iga, a very short $9 favorite. You can get five fifty back on Maia. Is this a straight set romp? No, I don't think so. Haddad Maia can really compete. Lefty, going to have an advantage on the, on the serve from the left side. Um, took care of business against Layla Fernandez yesterday. Wins a great first set tie break uh, and then rolls. Uh, I, she was a big dog there, wasn't she? No, nah, it was 151 That's plus it? 130, yeah. Oh, too the, bad. <laughs> Uh, I would look at uh, Haddad Maya just based on the price here. I wouldn't lay the $9, which Aegis Shiatek here. Maria Sakari against Karolina Pliskova. Sakari, $1.60. I, I was surprised by this number. I would take Pliskova here as a dog at the plus price. You make it closer to a pick -em? I do, especially on the hard court here. Uh, Pliskova play, has been playing well. She gets back in a form. She's a better player than Sakari. Did Muguruza go over under the five and a half misses on overheads? <laughs> She advanced. She, 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 she did advance. Uh, she went under on that one yesterday. Give her credit. Belinda Bench hits a two dollar and ten cent favorites against, against Garbine. She's plus one sixty. I like Belinda Benchich here. Benchich's problem though, she's too temperamental. Learn from a guy, your own countryman, and Roger. Roger's always pretty calm out there for the most part. Benchich just goes off the boil. We'll have a forty love lead, hits a ball in the net, starts screaming at her camp. I'm like, calm down. Bianca Andreescu, two dollars over Zinquin Wing. Yeah, give me the uh, Canadian via Romania, uh, Bianca here. Uh, she should roll in this one. I think she's starting to find her form. Her question mark is health and fitness. If she's there, she's a top five player without question. I want to transition before we talk about men's matches today to U.S. Open. Yeah. Women's side, since right, we just right, talked right. about the women's matches. I know you think it's a ludicrous price on Iga at plus 250 as the favorite to win the U.S. Open on the women's Absolutely side. Absolutely absurd. You draw a line right through ever making that bet, right? You, you're making that bet when Serena was Serena at two to one. You're not making that price on her. Now let's look at the second choice. And how do you even take Osaka you at six fifty? You can't you take not. her either. Correct. Uh, Coco Goff eleven to one. The Wimbledon champion Elena Rybakina and Simona both twelve to one. Simona Halep. Let's stop there. Let's address the next three: Coco, Rybakina, and Halep. I'm not taking Rybakina. Let's start with that right there, so we can cross that one off the because list. Because of the surface? No, I. She's look. She's going to roll through the first three rounds just on her serve. But then when you get to the next level where you got power players like Benchich, Muguruza, Coco Goff, but they can serve also, and they have the ability to chase down the ball way better. Rebekin is not a great mover. And so I think that'll be a bit of an issue for her here. So that's my concern. In addressing strictly Rebekin, mm -hmm. in the Wimbledon final, Ans Jabour was a heavy favorite against Rebekin. Yeah. But here Rebekin is 12-1 to and Jabour is 14-1. to Am I right to question... The parity yes. of that is the surface that much of a difference where uh, Jabour could be a $3 favorite and now she's a longer shot? Yeah, I, I, I think you're correct in saying, hey, it, the surface is the concern, but the reality is Jabour can play on the surface extremely well. It's not going to be a problem. I just don't think at 14 to 1 with some of the power players you're going to have on the hard court that she should be this low of a number. Uh, but I think both of them should be closer to 15 to 20 to 1. Coco at 11 to 1, a consideration? I think, yeah, I think Coco's starting around in a form. She got to, she's got, had some success getting to high levels. Hard court, she's got a great serve. You know what I like about Coco? I like her disposition. 
How old Does, is she now? 18. Mm. I mean, I think she's got a great, great future. I, I was not as high on her as other people were coming up. But, but I got to tell you, I think I'm completely wrong on her. I think she's got a real chance to really have a tremendous, tremendous career, career winning a couple of Grand Slams. How much is being an American playing in New York worth in a tournament? It's huge at flushing. If you've never, if you're a tennis fan, I would recommend this. Go to the U.S. Open on the first four days because you can go to so many different matches. Uh, I mean, you got on the first day, you got 128 matches going, and the se- I mean, it's it's unbelievable. The second day, same, or I'm sorry, you got 64 on each day. But Mike, when you play in flushing, she will be playing prime time. She'll be the night session. The crowd will back her. It, it, it's I love the crowd there. It, it, I mean, it is like like other sporting events. Okay, so rank the four. Home court advantage, an American in the U.S. Open, an English woman or man at Wimbledon, an Aussie down under, or a French man or woman at Roland Garros? Great question. French at, at in the number one, advantage? number one. Uh, they whistle at the other player. No, they, oh, they're, 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 oh, they're nuts. They're, they're yelling in the middle of the shot. You can't even hear if the ball's called out or not. You know, you're like, you're assuming. I it's remember good. that guy, El Monfils match. Oh. And, and, uh, I mean, it's incredible. It's a- a- absurd. Two, I would go in terms of home court advantage. I would go with uh, the um, U.S. Open. Three, I would go with the Australian Open, but just because you're choosing between them and Wimbledon, and then fourth, I would go with Wimbledon. Okay, uh, Halep at 12-1. to 1. I know you've been high on Halep. Yeah, but her greatest finish at uh, the U.S. Open is a semifinal in 2015. However, with that being said, here's the concern with Simona. If she's healthy, she can beat anybody at any given time. She's a great player, multiple Grand Slam champion. Um, the surface in Australia is slower than it is here. So that's the one concern I have here. Uh, but I, I think she could be dangerous. And I, I don't think right now on the women's side, anyone's playing at such an elite level where you go, wow, she can't take it. Even though out. it's hotter in Australia at the time of the Australian Open than it is here. In yeah. The, it's very hot when oh. you play that. Uh, Sabalenka, 14 no to 1. No way. How about uh, the Canadian Andrescu at 16 to 1? I, I want to see how she performs this tournament uh, mm-hmm. in Montreal and then at the Western and Southern in Cincinnati. If Andrescu rounds into form, she's won this tournament. Can be very dangerous. Paula Badosa Gilbert, 16 to 1? No, thank you. And Serena, who's now winnowing her schedule, 16 to 1. Oh, you mean 160 to 1? <laughs> no. All right, men's matches today. Nick Big Energy Curios, $2.30 against Alec Deminauer. Yeah, these two Aussies have never played before, but I give the edge to Nick. He was tremendous serving yesterday. First set, Mike, I think he was like 23 for 26 on first serve uh, points. And then in the final set, he was 12 for 13, somewhere around there. Very dominant. These are all good men's matches They're today. They're really right? good matches I mean, look today. at these lineup today. Yeah. All right, next one, Nori. Uh, plus 105 against FAA, minus $1.30. Going to go with FAA because he's at home in Canada. Uh, but I think this is a match. You you say you like Nori, no problem there. Nori competes. He's not as talented as FAA, but uh, I look at um, FAA just simply because he's at his home in in his home country. Marin Cilic is a dollar forty five against Tommy Paul. You know I've been down on Marin Cilic the last couple of years, but this guy just knows how to compete and win. Um, but I love Tommy Paul coming back down a set and a break against Carlos Alcaraz yesterday. That's got to be huge for him. He's got a chance here. Uh, Monfils a dollar twenty against Draper. If Gael was in full form, it'd be Monfils all day. But Draper beats Sitsipas yesterday. He's got a great shot. Center two forty against PCB. Too high a price. Uh, I would take a shot with PCB just based on price, but I think Center comes through. Probably. All right. When we come back, we're going to take a look at NFL division wins, and we'll also conclude our tennis talk with the men's side of the U.S. Open.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all baseball fans. This week, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for same game parlay bet and get all in on professional baseball games. Create your ideal same game parlay for over three legs and receive up to three. 50% profit boost. That's right. Get a 50% profit boost when you place qualifying same game parlay wagers this week only. Head over to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app for more details. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. 
And odds on as we wrap up our Thursday program. Missing you, Josh Towers. He's, I mean, this guy's here. He's there. He's in town. He's out of town. Uh, I think he'll be back next Thursday. Amal, we didn't get to break down the men's side of the U.S. Open from a future standpoint. I want to ask you this question before we do. Would you say you've made more money over the years in your tennis betting? And I think I know the answer. Betting individual matches or in the futures markets in these major tournaments, or even in some smaller tournaments? Uh, individuals, uh, matches. Uh, where I always used to bet the futures was Rafa at the French. When they used to have these pick'em prices, plus 120, 130, I was like, dude, this guy has lost, what, now three matches at Roland Garros? You just take your chance and you just wait the two weeks out with Rafa. It's, uh, it's been unbelievable. I think, though, remember, tennis is the third most bet sport around the world. Domestically, it's, uh, golf and tennis are really rising in popularity, it feels like. But uh, we'll see. I don't know if it'll get to a real high level here domestically. So while you were gone, I had some, uh, you know, a multitude of guests each day um, to, to interview. And I, we had Matt Metcalf on and on Friday, I believe. And I asked him, what is the emerging sport? Mm -hmm. What's the next big thing, right, yeah, in, yeah. in this landscape? And he said MMA, but it's already there, right? Sure. That's the, but he said he really believes the next one will be F1 racing. Well, because the Netflix series was so popular, I will say this. I, I think... Timing on the West Coast is not good. No, a lot of the races go early, oh, early oh, in the morning, and it's not even like soccer four a.m. It's midnight, yeah. one a.m. It's exactly so. I think it's going to be tough from that standpoint. By the way, the White Sox not knowing how to run the bases. Runners on first and second hit a fly ball, and the runner on first almost passes the runner on second. That's that's shocking. I'm sure Larusa is out there drilling them every day. <laughs> Uh, let's start with the Joker, plus 150. Is he playing? No, he's not going to be playing. So yeah, let, let's move on from Novak. No reason to waste time there. All right. So then the favorite of actually eligible players, Daniil Medvedev, plus 225. I'll give you the top three. Carlos Alcarez, plus 330, and Rafa at 5-1. Uh, I, I, look, Rafa's won this tournament twice, um, but Medvedev... How about, how about all the, the injury with Rafa? Yeah, that's why I, I wouldn't mean, bet Rafa. He's not playing in any of these warm-ups, right? Wait a minute. Did I see this right? Carlos Alcaraz is 3.30? I, I read it, and it's also on the screen for those of you watching live on vcin.com. Is that to is is that to make the quarterfinal? The, no, this isn't the, this isn't the, the, the final four bracket that they do now in your quarter. Give me this is too. Carlos Alcaraz to win the U.S. Open. Let's say there was a no price and it was $5. Would you hammer it? 100%. Hammer, hammer the five? 100%. <laughs> um Look, when you get into the five setters, look, Carlos can play, but this is not clay. Our, our, our producer, the little Sharpie back there, Britton Hess, took Nick at 25-1 to 1 to win the U.S. Open. All Nick has done since that point, win, a, win, the, win the singles and the doubles at Washington, D.C., takes out Medvedev after losing the breaker yesterday, faces two break points, holds them off. Nick is playing tremendously well. If Nick focuses, the crowd will love him at the Open, and he will play great tennis. They'll love this underhand serving and all this nonsense. That's the one thing he's got to get out of his game, the nonsense there. Well, it's just, it's 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 not a small thing. It's it's, it's a, a big, big thing. thing. And he does it in crucial points at times. Yeah. Um I don't want Sitsupas. So you don't center. want any of the shorter prices. No, Zaverev, if he can play in Cincinnati, he can get healthy, he can be dangerous here. How about Taylor Fritz? He's been serving well, playing well. He won at Indian Wells. Um look, I, I think this is an open end, but how about how about Berrettini? He was one of the shorter shots. Uh, but had the COVID issue, at 20 yeah. to 1 seems like a long price on him. It, it does. I think he can do well yeah. here. The monster serve, fast surface, Mateo can be very dangerous. How here. about the fellow North American FAA? I, I like him as well. I think when you're looking at some of these longer shots, I think these three guys at 20 to 1, Fritz, Berrettini, and uh, Alej, <laughs> excuse me, Oje Aliassim could be very dangerous. 
All right, let's get on to the division uh, winners or division wins in the NFL. And this is kind of a new market, right? I was never really familiar with like college football. You had a win total. You didn't yeah. have the Big Ten wins or right. SEC wins, and now you get the division wins just against your your fellow division mates uh, as a new way of betting these things. And so let's start in, of course, what everyone thinks is the toughest division, the AFC West. And we'll start out with the Chiefs and the Chargers. I'm all both of them. Their division win total is set at three and a half. The Chiefs over plus 110. The Chargers over plus 150. You lay 40 cents with the Chiefs if you want to go under three and a half. 90 cents with the Chargers to go under three and a half. I like the Chiefs over three and a half. Plus 110. Four and two? All right, tell tell me who their two losses are. At the Chargers Mm -hmm. and potentially... At the Chargers, maybe. Right, Maybe. that series yeah, goes be, back yeah, and forth. Exactly. They both win. On That's their... why I, I'm saying plus price there. I mean, who? Which one of these teams is going into KC and beating them? I, I think you have to. When you're doing this, the key linchpin here is the Broncos. How good do you think the Broncos are? And did they beat people at Mile High? Well, how many win- games did they win last year? Do we remember? Probably about six. And Vic always wins six or seven, <laughs> right? Um, I think Russell Wilson is going to make an appreciable difference in this team. The question is, can the receivers be consistent? And is this defense as good as everybody tries to tell us? Uh, yeah, seven. Seven. I got, I got there. I got there. So uh, Michael Lombardi cashed seven tickets on him. <laughs> I always give him a hard time that he always gave. When we used to go on his show, he always used to give out. It's one of his best three bets every week, Denver. I go, what is this with Denver? He says, no, I don't. No, I don't. Uh, how about the, they're three. How about the Raiders at two and a half? Are we selling the Raiders short? Yes, a, we are. It's a pick them. So I think they can three get wins. Can they I go three and three? They could. Yeah, absolutely. You're a car guy. Um how much do you think? Do you think they got an upgrade at head coach, um, or remains to be seen? Remains to be seen. All right. I'm actually I'm actually a anti Derek Carr guy, and I'm an anti car guy in general. I like public I transportation. <laughs> NFC West will stay out west. Rams four plus one twenty over minus one fifty under forty niners three and a half even money on the over minus one thirty on the under. Well, the Rams going to get two wins against the. Against the Seahawks, so now can they go two and two against? Well, they got, here's the problem with this number: you got to go five and one to cash. I, I don't like the bet on the Rams, so I'd stay away from that one um, because the 49ers could beat them twice. Uh, I like the Rams over three and a half. They'll beat Seattle twice. They got to beat. They'll beat the Rams. You're once. talking about 49ers. You yeah. like over oh, three, three and, and a half? half? I do. At even money, I, I agree with you there because. I think they have a shot to get it just against the Cardinals and Seahawks, right? Yeah, that's right? exactly right. Yeah. And don't forget, they own the Rams outside of that NFC Championship game. Own them. Yeah. And they very well could have won that game. Cardinals are at three, plus 110 to the over, minus 140 to the under. Uh, they, they'll win a game in Seattle at home. They'll win one of the other two, the Rams, the 49ers at home. I don't like the number three. That's, a, that's right where they're going to be. Seahawks, minus 115, both ways on two. Uh, I would say no. I think they're going to go one and five in the division. They'll beat the Cardinals at home as much. Would you lay one fifteen and go under two, or it's a pass for you? It's a pass. It's a pass for me as well. Two and a half. I'd have laid a price here. Yeah. Uh, similar to the Bears that we'll get to last. AFC East. You talked about four being a tough number because you got to go five and one. How about the Bills over four and a half? No. Your four and two loses doesn't push here. Plus one thirty five on the over, minus a dollar eighty on the under. Uh, yeah, no wonder the under is too so heavily. It makes sense. I mean, that's too high of a price when you look at it. I mean, minus one eighty. But the favorite for, for them for the Bills, Dolphins, and Bills, Patriots, the favorite in both series is that it splits, right? Yeah. So 
if you just went by what's favored in each series, they'll sweep the Jets, it would be four and two, and which would be a loser to that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't like the play unless you're going under. Dolphins. They're too high. Dolphins minus a dollar fifteen each way on three. Your thoughts on the Dolphins? Uh, Does Tyreek Hill make a difference there? Well, if Tua can get him the ball. But that's the problem. you got a speed guy, and he can't throw the ball down the that, field. That's exactly. That's why I'm not necessarily enamored with the alignment for Miami from an offensive standpoint. Um, I don't know. I think they're 3-3 three and three in the division, don't you? Are they really going 4-2? and two? Patriots also at 3, but juice to the under, minus 150, plus 120 if you think the Patriots can win four games. No, I don't like either of those. Here's the problem. I don't think the Pats are winning at Buffalo. I don't think the Dolphins are winning at Buffalo. Then... You've got to win at New England. You've got to win. I'm sorry. And they'll split win. with each other. Yeah, that's why. They that's always split yeah, with each other. I don't think it's a good bet. Uh, and the Jets at two. Same as the Seahawks. Minus 115 both ways. I like the Jets under here. Okay. I want to get to the NFC North, but I want to start on the bottom because Mitch Moss told me he loves this bet. Bears under two and a half division wins minus 165. I love it. I don't think the Bears are winning through. Well, the, I didn't realize they won't sh- beat the Packers. No. They might beat the Vikings struggle. Kirk Cousins, Soldier Field's a house. Uh, uh, is a, is is a house of horrors to go over. They'd have to sweep the Lions and win that game in Soldier Field against the Vikings. I would agree with you, and I, I don't know if that'll necessarily happen. I think this team. Here's the other problem: if you start to struggle early on, then I think the engagement sometimes from teams becomes a lot worse or a lot less. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Packers are four minus one fifty to the over them all, saying the Packers will went go five and one or six and zero. Oh. Do you agree with that juice? Dollar fifty on over four. I do because you're, they're going to win four games regardless. This is different than the Buffalo scenario. I think they're going to win four games regardless. Which team will have the worst record in the NFL this year, Amal Shaw? I got to go with the Houston Texans. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't want to live on the difference in them and the Falcons. Betting across America is next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.